you know, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I cannot accept not trying. Welcome to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of wholesaling and house flipping businesses. The systems and automation that we discuss will help you build a real business instead of another job for yourself. From beginners to those doing hundreds of thousands a year, we go deep into the details and strategies that are working today. And now your host, Bill Allen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. And today I've got a surprise treat for you guys on the podcast. It was a unplanned podcast and Becca Shea and I just got done recording a video for our Seven Figure Runway and Seven Figure Altitude members that we planned on only sharing with them about 2020 goal setting. And if you guys follow the podcast, you listen to my 2019 uh, year in review. So we went through kind of what worked and what didn't work in 2019, how I did with my goals, and then my 2020 goals and state of the union for seven figure flipping and where I want to go on the last podcast. Well, what we did was Becca and I planned to get on a video call and share it with our members only. But after we got done, I said, you know what? I feel, I really feel like all of our listeners need to hear this after we recorded. It's about an hour long. And I think it's going to be helpful for all of you. So the things that we talked about, the things that we shared are really going to challenge you to set the right goals, how to do it. We went through the kind of three stages of this being determination, confidence, and imagination. And then what we also talked about was kind of, you know, our goals. So individually, how things worked in 2019 between her and I and all the, all the things that she was doing and all the things that I was doing and as well as what we plan going forward in 2020. Um, we also talked about my son, my five-year-old son, Will, and riding a bike for the first time, a two-wheel bike and kind of, you know, comparing that and talking about how that is just like our journey with what we're going through right now in our business and our life and all of the struggles and challenges that we have going on. So, I figured what better than to give you guys a kind of a behind the scenes look of what goes on inside of our mastermind group and get a little taste of kind of the videos and things that we create that we put in there for all of our members. So um, I want to share this uh, on the podcast and on our YouTube channel. So if you go to the seven figure flipping channel on YouTube, you can watch the video, you can listen to it. You can also get it obviously on iTunes and Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of those areas that you get them on your phone and our website, sevenfigureflipping.com. Um, and I, I would challenge you guys stick around until the end or towards the end, because we have a surprise bonus that we share that we're going to give to you guys. If, uh, if you stay around till the end, listen to it and you'll find out how to get it. Because I think Every single person out there needs to hear this, whether you're you know, flipping, wholesaling, uh, landlord, multifamily investor, whatever you're doing in real estate and in life, there's going to be something for you in this podcast about your 2020 goal setting and, and what you need. And I figured instead of you know, sharing it with only our mastermind group to getting it out to all of you guys and letting our mastermind members listen to it either on the podcast or on YouTube, I think that's going to be the way for us to go. So I want to share it with you guys. Hopefully that's okay. I'm really excited to, for you guys to hear it. And if you like it, if you get something from it, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, on Stitcher, wherever you guys listen to it, subscribe to the YouTube channel and tell us, send us a, an email info at sevenfigureflipping.com or, you know, uh, talk to us on, at sevenfigureflipping.com on the contact us page. So without further ado, guys, here's my conversation with Becca Shea that was intended only for our members that were giving you this behind the scenes look uh, at it. So I hope you really enjoy it, get a lot out of it. And I'm excited to hear what you guys do in 2020 with your goals. Okay. See ya. Hey, Altitude and Runway members, I am here with the one and only Becca Shea. And what we wanted to do is she sent me a message a couple days ago and wanted to get some goal setting out to you guys. Create, like she wanted to do a live call inside the group for goal setting inside the mastermind group. And I said, look, we have a lot of things coming up. We have our weekly calls in the runway group every Wednesday with my team and my staff. And Tyler Jensen is also getting on an altitude call about project management, all of these things that are coming up right now. So it's just way too much for us to bombard you with on live calls and things. So yeah. I just said to her, Hey, why don't we just, why don't we take the weekend and we'll get together on this weekend and we'll just record it. So it's timely for you guys. You have it. We can just drop it in there. We don't have to wait until the middle of January to get it out to you guys. You can get it early January, start your goal setting and planning for 2020. I had just done a podcast on my 2019 year in review and just did a podcast on my 2020 goals for seven figure flipping. So and if you haven't listened, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. My 2019 uh, year in review was just how much I got crushed. Basically, we didn't meet uh, hardly any of our goals. There's a lot of spoilers in this. So I'll put it out there to you guys if you haven't listened to it, but it will be encouraging for you guys because you think that um, everything is perfect. It's not. 
uh, I, we set goals that we didn't meet. So, and then 2020, my plan going forward, it's a little bit of a state of the union 2020 plan for seven figure flipping and what I want to do over this next year. So you guys all being our members in the runway and altitude group, go listen to that and check it out. If you haven't already, it's, it's fantastic for you guys to get an idea of where my mind is for this group that you're in and, and a part of. So, so what we want to do is just get together. I basically am just going to let Becca take over and just run this video call and get you guys the goal setting that I think that you need. So a framework of annual goal setting and things and some of the things that she's put together for you guys is amazing. I've seen it already. We've talked through a lot of it. And then I'll just jump in whenever she needs me or some different areas where I think that maybe I have something that I've done in the past that's worked for me. So sound good, Becca? Yes. Okay. Take so it. So, and, oh, we'll post this inside of, uh, uh, I think we'll post inside of Facebook group. We'll see what we're going to do with it. That's kind of the plan. So, all right, Becca, take it away. Yeah. So I'm super excited guys because, um, I feel normally I do goal setting early December. I didn't get to it until literally Christmas Eve morning. I finally spent some time sitting down. I wrote a blog post about like 2019 wrap up and where we're going. And, and that was what inspired me to say, Hey Bill, I think it'd be awesome if we could do some goal setting with the group. So for those of you that saw me at flip hacking live, you know, my, my constant theme is I want to build this bridge from current you to future, even more awesome you. <laughs> but I can't do it. You have to do it. If I can facilitate it, then that's absolutely what I want to do. So while I was thinking about goal setting and, and, you know, planning and what that looks like, I realized that I, that I believe that it comes down to three things and that's determination, confidence, and imagination. And, um, the reason why I, I kind of started with determination, this idea of like grit and you got to realize that it's not easy. It's not easy to break out of where you're at now to become something new, something more. Like I keep thinking about this, this do more, be more, right? That's what's drawn you to this group. And that's what we want to unlock this year. So there's this quote I read. It's by M. Scott Peck. And it just, it's been resonating in my head. And it's, it's this, life is difficult. Once we see that truth, we can transcend it. So once you accept, and it's a longer quote than that, but, but that's the gist of it, that once you accept that, hey, this, this journey is going to be a little tough, it, it frees you up to, to think bigger, right? Like, okay, this is going to be hard. I don't have to be limited by the fact that like, it might be difficult. It's going to be difficult. Now what? So, you know, I'm sure, you know, we can both talk to that, right? <laughs> Has not been all sunshine and lollipops. Yeah. I mean, this, it's not, if anybody tells you this business is easier, life is easier, family's easier, raising kids or anything, spiritual life, you know, all of the things that you go through in your life, I think this is a good point to make is going in, knowing that it's going to be difficult gives you, you have to be determined. We've talked through this. uh, I've talked through it a ton is we will constantly get knocked down. We will constantly need to get back up. If you quit, that's why your why is so important. This is like the number one thing is to have like a a real determination of why you're going to do this and what it looks like. Because if you've got a plan B, plan C and plan D, this might not work out or things get a little hard. You're just going to quit. And you want to train that kind of idea and concept of keep going. Like, so I'm teaching my son how to ride a bike right now. And (laughs) And this is day three. He got it. If you're, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you saw the video that I posted. He's riding from the street all the way to the fence in our driveway, which I mean, we don't have a huge driveway, but it's, it is 20, 30 pedals. It probably feels huge. It was, I mean, he was getting no pedals, one pedal, two pedals down. And the biggest thing that I said to him, yeah, every time he just, he wanted to quit. He was like, I can't do it. I I don't, I'm just, I'm going to quit. And I said, son, we don't quit. Like you, you can't quit. You want to not build this quitting concept in your mind. You want to build this determination concept. You want to be determined to get this done. And he was, he was determined the night before he went to, he, uh, the night before he did that, he, or he, he's, when he went to bed, I said, Hey buddy, I want you to dream about like riding your bike. You can get it tomorrow. You're going to get it. And that's all I talked about throughout the day is we're going to do it. The next morning he woke up, he said, daddy, I had a dream that I'm going to ride my bike. I I had a dream that I'm going to do it. And I'm going to, with no training wheels, I'm going to ride on two wheels. And then if you watch the video that I posted, he rode the bike from the street to the fence. And the, the, before the video, this is my wife came out. He, he did it. He completed this task and he, the, all the way. And it was the, the second time he got on the bike that day. And we only done 15 minutes each day for two days before. And he looked at me and he said, daddy, my dream came true. 
I did it. I rode my bike without training wheels. It, my dream came true today. And I had never been more proud of my son than that, that yeah. second. But he was determined to get, and he just kept going. And I had to teach him not to quit. So same thing for you guys. Teach determination determination is it. It's, a, it's, this, it's a muscle that you are training in your body, in your mind to not quit. And if you're not determined, I think this is huge. So yeah. it was a guy wrote uh, the road less traveled. Is that the guy? Um, yeah. I think that's, I think that's him. Mm -hmm. back, so. And, and so we, we've been, you know, I, I'm big on the quotes and stuff. And the, this one, Michael Jordan said like, everyone fails at something, you know, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I cannot accept not trying. And I think both you and I feel so strongly about every member in this group, right? We can accept that you might fail, but what we can't accept, like you, you cannot be a part of this group if you're not even going to try. <laughs> Just, you know, that's, that's a prerequisite. What is that? What do you call that? A, a pay to play. Yeah, it's pay to play. And it's not the, um, you know, Hey, somebody else do it for me. It's not the, Hey, I, I just, I joined this group so that you know, you would tell me exactly what to do. It's the fact that you guys got to, you got to get out there. You got to be determined. You got to try. And then that, I think that leads into your second one. And I don't know where you're going, but that yeah. builds the confidence, right? Yeah. So like this, this builds the confidence, those little singles that you're hitting from time to time, these, these success, these wins, this determination turns into confidence because you're starting to see movement. You're starting to see this. Um, you're starting to see progress. And yeah. so when my son saw the second, turn or the third turn and he was starting to get it, that's where he got confidence. When he's falling off every single time, I could see he was getting beat up and then we needed to stop. We needed to move on to something else. We went and played on the playground and then oh, we came back this, to it. This bike riding is going to be a theme throughout this whole thing because we can come I, back to it on every level. Well, I totally agree. I think it is because <laughs> I mean, in my mind, like what, I'll tell you what, what happens is we get so used to quitting instead mm -hmm. of trying and trying and trying. So when we're little, we don't even think about it. And, we, and when I really think the difference between highly successful people and people who are not successful are the, that determination side of things. Like they are determined to make it happen regardless of where they come from, what their background is, who they are, any of thing, any of their, and they have built confidence over time in spite of failure. So that determination is like, this is it. He's five years old. He doesn't know any different. Yeah. If he was 40 years old trying to ride a bike for the first time, probably like, I don't need to ride a bike. I can drive a car or I can take the <laughs> bus or I can fly in an airplane. But he, this is, this is the thing that now I'm showing him that if I just let him quit and we stopped and we said, okay, let's give but it a week. Every day you're going to get beat up every day. You're going to be a little bit more confidence, a little bit more confidence. Little, and then that and fed him. When I heckle you, it's because we don't want you to quit. We yeah. want you to keep going. I mean, as long as it's healthy. So I want to go back to, we put together this 2019-2020 um, goal setting worksheet, which we're going to put in the flight plan. And I'm going to reference it a couple times throughout this podcast. So to this idea of determination, at the beginning, it actually starts off by looking at 2019. Um, because like, what did you say you were going to do in 2019? And, and what did you actually do? But good and bad, right? And this, this gets the idea of determination. Like you need to look back and set your baseline of, I have set goals and this, this builds into the confidence piece, right? Like I have set goals for better or worse. Here's how they ended up and I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to build on the successes of last year and I'm going to learn from the lessons. So there's a section that's like lessons learned. And, um, I think that's important. This, this idea of grit and determination and referencing back to it. So I'm kind of curious for you, what would you say one of your lessons learned is? From 2019, mm -hmm. my number, I, and if you like, like Becca said in the beginning, if you guys didn't listen to the podcast that I did on my 2019 goals, go back and listen to it because I, I break down every single one of my goals yeah, from so many numbers guys. Yeah. And I, I, sh I shared it and I, I told you guys the actual, and then kind of why we didn't meet each, each one of them. But my biggest lesson learned from all of that for me was the fact that we set annual goals, but then our quarterly goals did not, did, weren't driving our annual goals. So every single quarter, we weren't then looking back at our annual goals to set our quarterly goals based on that. So every quarterly goal should directly impact your annual goal. And if it doesn't, then why, why do you have, what's that goal? Maybe you cha maybe something changed. you you have a whole nother concept of where you're going, or you had some more information than you had six months ago. That's fine. But then maybe your annual goals need to change too. So 
some of that for us was the fact that we didn't even look back on those annual goals. So we, we would meet our quarterly goals, but they weren't directly impacting and affecting our annual goals. So every single annual goal should have a quarterly breakdown that is going to move the needle for that annual goal. And that's likely why we didn't reach any of our annual goals. And yeah. that, that was the eye-opening thing that we saw with this EOS consultant that came in this time because he, yeah. he brought that to light on us when we set our new annual goals for this year. So like, what are you gonna, so, and I think this ties in so clearly to the 12 week year, um, and, and flip packing live, like you need to have a plan, a one year plan, and then you need to break it down into your quarterly goals that actually they're building blocks to that plan. And then you need to figure out the consistent action. So we made the decision. I'm going to just sidebar here for one second that we made the decision that we were going to kick off the accountability sessions after each event. We were going to build on the momentum from the events to kick off the sessions, which means that we're not doing it on an annualized plan. The next one's going to start in February, but I actually really like this because now what happens is you get this time of year, this December, January timeframe to really sit down and, and look back and reflect on the previous year and what you accomplished and, and start planning now that when you kick off your next accountability group in February, you're building that block. Like you said, your quarterly goals are going to, they're going to add up to the one year plan. So uh, that was just a random sidebar. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it even a step further is really you guys should have a 10 year plan, 10 or se seven to 10 year plan, a three year plan and a one year plan. And then your quarterly plan. Like, take it even further yeah. because and I don't, I don't want to get too broad on this stuff, but you, you don't like, I, I said it in the 2020 podcast that I did on my goals is you, we, we really promise we won't set, just reference the podcast the whole time on. This. I know, but we'll, you said we'll give you what you need right here. <laughs> I to totally agree. But you set goals in a year that are just, you're not going to accomplish. Yeah. It's okay. just favorite quote. You underestimate what you can accomplish in a decade, but way overestimate what you can accomplish in yeah. a year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that, that for me, that that is always the case. And so, and a lot of times we're also really pressured to get these, like speed everything way up. So if you got a three-year picture, you can then back it down to a year and make your goals for your annual goal a lot more realistic, where it's something that is attainable and they're smart, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. So, um, okay. So go back to the comments. Actually, I want to take a, a moment to just share a little bit of my story, which you know, but I, I'm not sure I know a lot of people in the group don't know it, how I ended up starting this year building a wholesaling or, or working on scaling a wholesaling machine. And I ended the year as an employee of seven figure flipping, right? So when I started 2019, my 2018, I mean, I, I have been successful at wholesaling. We did, you know, 40 deals, we did 48, we grew, but I really struggled with the scaling piece of it. And so when I sat down in 2019, I was like, I am going to do this. I am, I am going to fix this scaled machine and we're going to crush it. And so when I look at my 2019 goal versus my, I, I expected to be sitting here right now with my COO and, um, you know, just rocking and rolling. Uh, I had a construction company. And then I look back at where I actually ended up, which is I really did not, didn't do well at scaling wholesaling. And um, I think you, probably can speak to it that you knew that I didn't love wholesaling. Like I got into this as a rehabber and for some reason thought that I also had to build this giant wholesaling machine. And uh, when that didn't work, instead of saying, I don't love this thing, I said, I'm going to stop rehabbing and I'm going to focus more on this until I got to the point where I was like, Ugh, I can't do this. I just can't do it anymore. And so when I look back at my 2019 goals versus actual, the lesson that I learned and that, that you guys have in this group here that my advice to you is I had a board of advisors. Everyone, I had Bill and Terry and Andy and Jeremiah and Adam and, you know, these guys who I should have leaned more into them. Like when I look at my lesson learned, I should have leaned more into them and said, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm thinking of doing. What do you guys see? Like, give me some feedback instead of just making these decisions myself and going down that road. So, you know, that the, the, when you look back at yours, you were talking about grit and determination. Now it ended up working out great. You know, I ended up discovering the things that I'm passionate about and doing them, but I had to have that, that moment. I had to look back before I could stop and, and look forward to where we're going to go with 2020. Um, 
So going to confidence. But wait, before you go there, so yeah. the one thing that I saw, like looking back at this is yeah. a lot of people think that that's quitting, right? Oh, she's going to quit. That's the problem I think that you had was you were like, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to quit. I'm just not going to quit yeah. regardless. <laughs> talk of, about not quitting, but let's talk about yeah. when it's appropriate to quit. <laughs> exactly. Because this is, this is an important point to make. It's this kind yeah. of dichotomy, right? So you have this, this never going to quit thing, but then it's, there are things that you need to figure out what you like to do, don't like to do, good at, not good at, what, what your core competency is of your business and why, and where your strong suit is and what you, where you, what you want to do and why. And when it comes to that and you're trying something else and you thought that that's kind of the box that you needed to be in for what you wanted to do and then you got to that point where you were like, you got so confident that you're like, screw this, I'm not going to quit. I'm never going to quit. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I, I will just keep going and going and going and just keep getting punched yeah. in the face. And then yeah. what you do is you put yourself in your own little box too. Now you put yourself in the corner on your own, like you said, not talking to your board of directors, not listening to them, not asking for advice. Like, I got it. I know it. I know everything. I got it figured out. And yeah. you just keep going down this road instead of deciding, hey, this is the right time to not necessarily quit, but let's move on to something that is more profitable. That's a better business sure. model that I like to do a lot more. And it, I, my skill set is there and yeah. this is what I really enjoy. And I think that's what you found. So you fell into this marketing yeah. side where you really started enjoying it. You said, you know what, maybe there is something over here. There's something that I'm really good at. I'm fueled by it. I'm passionate about it. And I can really get behind this. Yeah. versus something that maybe you didn't feel that way, but you just were doing it just because you thought that you had to do it or because you just didn't no, want I to said, quit. I never fail. Yeah. Never, so, I'm not failing. So we got it. Number one, we got to be okay. Like failure is a good thing. Like we talked about, I think everybody kind of understands that and agrees with it. Maybe not everybody, but you'll get to that point where when you make mistakes, you fail, you, you screw right. up. And you, as people are looking back on their 2019 it's important to acknowledge that, hey, and figure out why. You know, like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't where my passion lay. And then when things came up that were within my passion, I had painted myself so much into a box that I was like, nah, I'm not gonna, nah I can't do that until finally. You guys were like, come on, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, and you stopped focusing on what was working and what was good because we got three different plates spinning and it's the, yeah. one that's, it's the one that's kind of crashing that we focus all of our attention and energy on yeah. and instead of really putting the fuel in the couple other areas that are doing really well. So it's the same thing that we talked about of not strengthening your weaknesses and strengthening your strengths, like really lean into those strengths, what you like to do, what's working. So that's another lesson learned that I had in 2019 was to really focus on our core competency. You'll hear about my flipping business being just disastrous. Yes. And yeah. that's a big thing is it's, it's not necessarily what we should have been doing. And we were doing it because, you know, we, that, and we, it also took all of our attention, time and energy uh, focusing on something that's not working instead of if we took all that energy and put it on something that was working last year, we yeah. probably would have made up that, that Delta from everything else that we were focused on. So, and going back to the idea of like, uh, you know, when I look at, when I look at the past couple of years in terms of 12 months, it's a lot more frustrating than when I zoom out to the whole picture of a couple year journey. And so I think what I'd like to say to the members right now is if you were sitting down right now, looking back at 2019, really pay attention to those things that went well, to the goals that you set, that you hit, that you are proud of. Like there's a, there's a thing on here that talks about proudest moments. Look at that because that, that's not a mistake. That's probably where your passion lies. So before you start thinking about where 2020 is going to take you, really pay attention to the signals that your brain is trying to tell you from last year. So that's... So then, so moving into, you know, we talked about determination and confidence and imagination, you know, moving into the, the confidence piece of things. Um, really, one of the things that I feel called to do, and, and I am blessed to have the opportunity to do it a lot in this group, is to speak truths back to people. Like, when they're feeling down is to, to stop them and say, hey, you've accomplished so much. Let's take a minute to think about that. So really before you can start from a place of confidence, the way that you gain confidence is actually winning, right? Like you don't just walk out and say, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to be so amazing at it if you've never done it before. So you have to take stock of where your life's at and gain confidence from the areas that you're succeeding in. So we just talked about the, the actuals versus the projections and lessons learned. But the next 
place where I want you to stop and take stock of, and actually your, your podcast made me really make it a point to put this in this goal setting worksheet is our lives are not just our businesses and your 2020 plan should encompass more than that. Like you should pick a couple areas to focus on. So on this worksheet, I, there are 10 areas, um, family, friends, love, fun, faith, career, wealth, health, personal growth, and environment. Um, and I think all of them are pretty self-explanatory, but it, there's a little rating, one to five. You know, I don't, if you had to give it from one star to five stars, zero stars to five stars, where would you be at? And the only one that I think needs some explanation is environment, and that's really like your physical environment. Did, does that need to change? Is there something that, that needs to go there? Um, and what I found when I... Uh, did this, I just kind of sat down and I rated everything. I actually found that even though I struggled in this one area, in this business area, I was doing really well in almost all the other ones, personally. And I would say, everyone, you need to give yourself a five in one thing. Like pick the, pick the area that stand out. Don't, don't be super hard on yourself. We all have a tendency to do that. Really acknowledge this is the area where I'm strongest. I've won that. and and then in here, anything that's below a three, what can you do to move the needle just a little bit, right? So I know you talked about it on your podcast, but I thought maybe you would want to share personally kind of where you're outside of your business. You talked about your, your phone in a box, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, last year for Christmas, I gave my wife a, like a, it was a little Christmas tree box with a note in it that said, she's one thing that she was giving me feedback on is I'm always on my phone. Like unplugging is just doesn't exist. You know, I'm in the Facebook groups a lot as, as you guys know, the members, you see me commenting in there on a regular basis. You're sending me messages. All of these different things are happening on a regular basis. So that's kind of is the business, right? A lot of it is online. It's virtual. It's answering messages and, and Facebook posts. So which by the way, I mean, you know, Bill and I were sharing this to you guys. It's a struggle that I have as well. And I think probably a lot of you guys have is Matt says it. My husband says it all the time. You need boundaries. Put your phone down. Like I can see it. It's like a physical hit to him when I pick up my phone sometimes and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yep. And so being intentional about when I'm working and when I'm not working and just having a kind of barrier. And I just didn't have that. And this, this was before I owned the company. So I said, look, okay, from 5.30 to 7.30, I'd like 5.30 central to 7.30 central. And it's tough because we have staff in California who that's 3.30 to 5.30 yeah. for them. So, but that for me, I just wanted that to be family time last year. So I put my phone every day. I said, I'm going to put my phone in here from 5.30 to 7.30. Well, come, you know, June, when this business was starting to uh, change and I was going to be potentially buying the company, I was talking to Lucy and I said, hey, I, I'm going to have to be like the phone's going to have to come out of the box. It's yeah. just, it's going to, so I failed obviously from, from that side of things. And we did struggle um, but for, between us, Lucy and myself during that time of just, I, it was stressful time. I mean, I was sleeping probably two, three hours a night. And I was waking up at 2.30 in the morning, working till 7.30 in the morning on all these ideas that I had for Flip Hacking Live and the new programs and everything that we were doing. And that was a tough time. I mean, I was a little bit irritable. I was a little bit grouchy. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> more, than, more than normal. And, um, and she just got, you know, I, I could tell it was getting stressful. And so that was an area where I really need, and still, I still feel like, my, uh, that kind of like family side of things for me and being able to be intentional and unplugging from things is tough. It's challenging for me to turn my brain off and on with all the things I'm, I feel like I always am on. I have these ideas that pop into my head and it's the entrepreneurial curse. Every one of you probably has it, but you'll be sitting there watching TV or watching a movie. Yeah. You'll be like, Oh crap, I forgot to do this thing. Or oh my gosh, I have this great idea. I've got to write this down. I've got to do something with it. And you'll just kind of pull out your phone. And it's so easy now. We have these you know, computers in our pockets and, and everything, like life doesn't stop and everything's uh, constantly moving. I mean, I'll be driving or taking a shower or doing all this. I'm like, oh, I got this idea. I've got it. Because five minutes later, it's gone. Oh, I know. Yeah, Oof, for sure. Gone. So, but, so bringing it back to the confidence thing, right? Like you, you need to build on your your previous successes. So you focused on that. You said I failed, but the reality is you did that, right? You did it for a portion of time. 
So you might move the needle this year. You might look at it and say, hey, that, that particular thing was maybe at a two. And I'm going to just move it. I'm not going to move it to a five over the next 12 months, but maybe I can move it to a three. Maybe instead of six months of doing that one thing, I'm going to aim for eight. Yeah, so, I will say that I say that I failed, but we intentionally decided that this was going to have to be like, we had a conversation up front. However, the result of that at the end of the year showed me that it, it, is it worth it is what I'll, what I'll say to you guys. Like really think about the changes that you make on your annual goals. You had it there for a reason. It was working. It was doing, it was, it was making the changes and the differences that it needed to for, and she's not the kind of person who's going to tell me that she's really upset that I'm on my phone all the time and stuff like that and, yeah. until it really blows up. And so what it did is it had this really negative effect. And then I started seeing that. So then we had to decide, okay, what's the next step? And things are getting, I've gotten a lot better now, you know, where I've, we just kind of can start, I started to delegate some of the things I've been able to pull myself out a little bit more. And we've gotten to the point now where, okay, uh, I've, obviously, I mean, I'm teaching my son how to ride a bike. I'm coaching yeah. a soccer team. I'm coaching getting to soccer, do right. all of those things that I want to do and it's, it's working. So being intentional about it and knowing that. Right. So, so you might have, you might put on your goal here. Let, like, let's say for somebody in the group who's struggling with family time or boundaries, you might make your goal here, how you can move that just a little bit, right? We're not moving it from two to five today. We want to move it from a two to a three or a two to a three and a half. You might say, I'm going to turn my phone off for two hours a day, or this year I'm going to coach my kids spring sport, right? Yep. That would move it from a two to a three. Yeah. Okay. Or, or instead of every single day, then, you know, two, three days a week, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Or, yeah for me, it was going have to a the date gym. Night a couple times a week. We have a, a date night once a week. That's non-negotiable with, right. with spouse. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure that my, uh, you know, I do something with my kids, each, each, each kid. I don't know how many kids you have. A lot of people, it seems like in our group, 11. Yeah. 12. So <clears throat> you just, Hey, one day, one day a week, I'm going to take each of my kids to go get ice cream one night a yeah. week, you know, individually where we have. And that was for me, that was a, a big part of 2019 was I wanted to coach. I wanted to sing and I wanted to spend one-on-one -on -one time with my kids and I didn't do it all at the same time. Right. Like I, when I coached their sports, I didn't spend one-on-one -on -one time with them necessarily, you know, adding singing in is like one Sunday a month. So just the, the whole point of this goal setting and that confidence is to take something that you've done well in the past and to leverage that, to build on it for your 2020 goals. And, and so that's what you're going to see here in this goal setting. So I think that moves us pretty nicely into imagination, right? The reason that this is important, and I don't think anyone in this group struggles with imagination is I, um, my husband, <laughs> for, for those of you who have met him, is an he's an engineer's engineer, right? And he's a manufacturing engineer. He's awesome. He's the perfect balance to me. But Whenever I talk about goals and planning and setting, he's like, Ugh, do we have to have this conversation again? And I said, I'm like, well, it's kind of like, you know, right now, 2020 is like a block of granite just sitting in the middle of our lives, right? What, what can we do with it? What can it be? Like, there might be an amazing sculpture inside of it. This is me. This is the crazy entrepreneur artist talking. And he says, can it just be a block of granite? we could make it like a, a coffee table or something. <laughs> so I think the thing that, that launches the entrepreneurial types is this imagination, right? And, and that's how we view the world. So like, if you don't have these limits, if you know life is going to be tough, but you, you're, you have the confidence, you've seen that you, when you get knocked down, you get back up again. Well, what could you accomplish? What is that going to look like? So um, for me, I spent a lot of time just sitting down thinking about what do I want to accomplish in 2020. And for the past three years, it's been very tangible on the wholesaling rehabbing business, right? Like we're gonna do X number of flips, X profit per deal, this many wholesale deals, this many wholesales. I had a goal this year to do for owner finance, um, like rent to own properties. And I did three. So, you know, it was, it's always in the past been very tangible, but for me this year in this place that I'm at with seven figure flipping, I realized that my 2020 goal, Bill, <laughs> is to work and live within my culture index. Like, how can I, we've talked about culture index in the altitude group especially a lot, and it's kind of a way of, eh, how would you describe it? 
It's a, if you think about a personality profile, so a lot of you guys have heard the disc test or Myers-Briggs or Colby or lots of these different things um, about kind of understanding who you are and your personality. But if you think about yourself since you were 10 to 12 years old, like let's just talk about pre-teen years, how, who you are and how you've been developed, whether it's your surroundings or what kind of person you are, it's, it's, the, way, it's the way that you were kind of molded and crafted by your family, by God, by all of these different things to be the person that you are, to know your strengths and lean into your strengths and just understand where you're really good and where you struggle or you have to kind of work hard. So it's basically not modifying your personality profile outside of what your, your kind of should be state is or your actual state is, if you, if you will. So if you think about when you're under stress, the way that you act at home, relaxing or under stress, as opposed to being at work and constantly like modifying to do the job that you're supposed to do. Just like who you truly and what are. happens, like, I mean, talk through a little bit about what happens when you're modifying outside of who, who you are. Yeah. So when that, when that happens, the number one, you, you just, your batteries start draining a ton. So think about yourself, like your energy, like a battery, right? We've got this energy level that we have. And when I'm starting to push myself outside of my boundaries, like doing things that I don't like to do, or I'm not very good at, then my batteries just start draining. And at that point, you get to the point where you're just exhausted. You can't think straight. You can't, you can't operate at the same level that you normally do. And you start making mistakes. You start having problems. You start getting grouchy and irritable and start yelling and, and have, uh, do, do things that aren't you. You just I mean, become somebody. Know. I'm so quiet. Well, you have, very, you might have very high batteries. So <laughs> what you, what you'll, what you'll see is you'll kind of become somebody who you're not. You'll, you'll yeah. make a react, you'll have a reaction and go, why would I do that? Like, yeah. that's not me. Who, who was that? You know, it's because you're completely stressed. You're at a point where your batteries are just empty and you aren't even thinking about it anymore. You're not being your natural self who you want to be. So that's, uh, there's a lot of things that can happen when you modify outside. you you make mistakes. You, you just become, uh, actually a pretty poor employee and a pretty poor manager, pretty poor leader, all yeah. of those things. And when, but, well, so that was my lesson learned, right? I mean, you saw it when I, when I set my goal with something that I wasn't aligned with, it became a grind, you know, it became a struggle. And so when I look back at my lessons learned, you know, listening to the people around me and being open and, and knowing my strengths and my weaknesses and really leaning into my strengths, that was my lesson learned. And so when I look forward at 2020, I, I, obviously this is going to get more fleshed out than just, Hey, align with your culture index, but certain personality types are best fit for certain roles. Right. And you and I both know that I have a sales personality when it comes down to it. And I think, I mean, you've done a great job. I, my goal is to sell all of you people in this group on your dreams. <laughs> like how can I convince you that you are worthy and you are good enough and that you are capable of accomplishing your dreams? So, well, I, th so I think the word convince is, is a stretch. Like I really think the, the word is support, like really support you guys because you guys have the confidence. You, you know all that stuff. You wouldn't be in this group and in this mastermind group and committed and raised your hand and said, I want to be a part of this yeah. if you didn't have that imagination, that confidence, that determination, those kind of things. What happens is we get knocked down and then we feel like we're the only ones who are having these problems, having these issues, all these things. So supporting you in that vision that you have, in the confidence side of things, in the determination, there are times where, like Becca talked about, this is your board of directors, so kind of leaning on us, leaning on everybody inside the group, whether it's your peer-to-peer, -peer, whether it's somebody who's a little bit ahead of you, whether it's helping somebody who's a little bit behind you, all of that stuff gives you confidence, gives you determination and, and yeah, right? forward. So I, I love that, that, um, that kind of... If you're doing that, that's perfect. I absolutely love it. Good. So, so that's mine, you know, and, and also I think I, I, everyone in this group who I've seen their culture indexes have had this really widespread, right? Which for better or worse to me, I think means that we have the capacity for pretty intense things. So how awesome would it be to be able to kind of unlock that full potential? And that's what I want for everyone in the group with this goal setting exercise is like how awesome you talked about that vision and buying into your why, like how awesome would it be if you could unlock that and yep. you're capable of it. So we just talked about setting the career goals, but also on the personal side, moving things from a two to a three, a three to the four and, and nailing it. 
Yeah. I think that, like those 10 areas are in areas where you can really take stock in what's working and what's not working in your world right now. And a lot of times what happens is we go from, we go from a place of we're doing really well in our wealth and career and business, but our family is taking the hit or we're doing really well with our family and spiritually and things like that, but our business is taking a hit. So there's a lot of ways where you, you'll start focusing on one thing and you'll start removing focus on another and then it'll start going down from a four to a three and then to a two before. And next thing you know, like you're starting to really struggle in your marriage or you're starting to really struggle in your business and because you're weight. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you guys have, I've talked about before for me, I, my business was going really well. My family was fine and I was getting overweight and I was going out. I was out of breath when I was walking up the stairs and playing with my kids and stuff. It was just horrible. And then I just had to say, okay, I have to be, I have to be intentional about this. And that was like a, almost two years ago, year and a half ago. And I've been eating the same way and doing the same thing for the last year and a half because I'm dedicated to it now. And when I was in the gym, I used to be in the gym in high school a ton. I was a wrestler. I was a soccer player at a pretty high level. And I was in the gym in college. I was, you know, that was normal for me going for runs, going to the gym, working out all this stuff. And then I got to the point where I said, I got to focus on my business and I stopped doing that. And I remember my first time in the gym, just being embarrassed because the amount of weight I could lift was less than half of what I could before. So I didn't have any of that confidence, right? I had the determination to do it. I think like I was building that determination. I was determined to, to do it. Right. But then I would go to the gym and my confidence would get, take a hit. Mm-hmm. Right. And when my confidence took a hit, my determination took a little hit. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know if I want to go to the gym tomorrow. Like, I just really don't feel like I was, I liked it there anymore. And then I, I would go th- two days a week. And then my coach, my nutrition coach would push me to go a little bit more. Like I had the support there. Right. And, and I, okay, I went and then so I started also, seeing, you could envision like you, you, you could imagine a world where you were super in shape. Right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because I had been there before in this case, but it had been, I don't know, 15 years, <laughs> you know, uh, it's been a long time since I, I'd always been like, Oh, I'm just getting older. My metabolism is getting a little bit lower, making excuses. Right. Mm-hmm. But what, what I want to get across here is that when that confidence takes a hit, the determination takes a little bit smaller hit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what can happen is you can have a ripple effect there where you lose your determination too. And yeah. so then, then I would say, okay, I, I would need help. Like I needed support just like you guys, you guys have the support, but only if you reach out and, yeah. and take it. Right. Because so if you tell people that everything's okay. Guess what they're going to believe. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so you really got to raise your hand and say, Hey guys, I, I'm, I need some help here. I need some support. And, 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 and everybody's there for you, right? They're, everybody in this group is in the same place as you. Like I needed that support. And that's, how, that's what I got in the, in the wholesaling business myself is I got support from all these people, from Andy, from Mike, from everybody in the group, Jeremiah, Adam, Becca, every, Terry, everybody, when I reached out to them, they were there. Or, and sometimes they're checking on me. You, I, but I, we built those relationships over time. It wasn't like they reached out to me on day one and said, hey, how you doing? We built a relationship. And now if I, Terry will just say, hey, how was your Christmas, man? Yeah. And I say, it was, Hey, it was great. Well, how's this going for you? And then I'll ask him, how, how's this going for you? And if you need some help, just let me know and I'll hold you accountable, you know? Right. So, so when I, so then what the, what the confidence came from seeing small gains, I get these small wins in the gym, the weight went up a little bit. Okay. Hey, I'm starting to feel better, but I still don't see any difference in my body. Right. I don't see the difference yet, but those small wins became, yeah, imagine. became bigger wins. And then, big, and then the determination is there. It's locked in, right? That is not even a problem anymore. Determination is gone. It is set. It's done. That light switch is set to on and it's locked there. Yeah. So that's done. And then the confidence starts building. And as the confidence starts building, then I get to the point where I'm, I am confident and I'm starting to see gains. It's starting to move. And now my determination and confidence is just locked in there. And now it's just on autopilot. I go five days a week. If I miss it, like I'm, I'm in there. If I'm feeling bad, I'm going to the gym. It's, it's not even a negotiable item. I'm just there because yeah. now I feel good. If I don't go now, now I'm like, what, what's, what happened? When can I make this up? So that's the same thing in business. It's the same thing in life. It's the same thing with your family. It's all of those things. The problem is our confidence takes a hit. Our determination takes a hit. And then we go, all right, I quit. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm going to do it. Well, and, and this whole idea of like, uh, living out of your imagination and not your history, right? 
you, okay, so maybe for the past 15 years, I think that's like Stephen Covey said that, live out of your imagination, not your history, which when I look at this kind of ties into the culture index and it ties back to my husband, like, can the block of granite just be the coffee table? Like, because historically that's all it's ever been this thing, but in the future, it can be something different. And in the future you can be, you know, that person who hits, I don't know, 40, how, how old are we? Yeah. <laughs> and is like more in shape than they've ever been before. I know I used to do triathlons and um, I kind of got off the fitness bandwagon for a little bit. And I'm going to tell you the number of times I got my butt kicked by a 60 year old man was ridiculous. So I've seen it. It can happen. It can be us. And that's what you get in this group too, right? Like set your goals, look around you, lean into who you are. Um, but, but at the same time, build what you're, what you want your future to be. And the one thing I do want to hit on, we talked about this and this is going to be a subject of the podcast series coming up is, is financial wealth. Um, and I, I would challenge you as you're setting your goals to think through not just, and you and I have talked about this a million times, not just the gross, but the net, not just how much you, you do live off of, of right now, but how much you should live off of. Um, we did the whole financial peace university thing this year. And, uh, I have a friend who retired, retired, retired at 37. Uh, and he lives off of like $50,000 a year. And that's because he did the whole Mr. Money mustache thing where, um, he paid off his house and he invested his money so that he's getting like 7% returns and he lives off of 4% of that. And you know, he's, he's got it all set up. So they're, they're literally, They've spent the past six months in their Winnebago traveling all around with their kids, homeschooling. And I've always been interested by that. Why are we doing this? Like, what's the end goal? When you set your financial targets and your, what you want to accomplish, why is that important? And, and what do you really need to make that happen? So... Yeah. I think the big thing for me, so uh, look, I, I used to be the guy who would like penny pinch and uh, I want to, I want to live off of a certain amount of money and get to that point. And I was budgeting a ton and all the things. And now I want to get to the point where I don't have to worry. Like money is not even an issue, right? I don't have to worry about that. If yeah. we want to go to after, do we just booked our whole trip to Disney world after flip hacking live? We're going to be there for a week after that. We, I said, I'm, I will bring uh, our nanny with us. We'll bring all the kids and I want a, I want to stay at the Disney uh, animal kingdom lodge in a two bedroom suite overlooking the Savannah. That's what I want. Like, I don't want to worry about that affecting my life and my family based on like, do I have to give 10, 20 things up to make that happen? Like if I was living well, off of $40,000 a year, net. you have to net, right? Like we can't, if you set your goal, I want to do oh, yeah. million dollars next year. You would need to net 200, right? So would it be more beneficial for you to set a goal where you're like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do 400,000. And this goes back to our initial conversation, but like better deals instead of volume so that I get to that point where I have the money that I can do what I want. Yeah. My recommendation for all you guys is what do you want it, your business to look like, your life to look like, everything to look like. That's what I love these 10 areas that you've created here, Becca, because this gives you an idea of where you want to go with it. And then it's like, for me, I never thought that I wanted 15, 20 people. I'll tell you what, I would love a company right now that had a hundred people because what I'm doing is I'm blessing a hundred different families, their kids, they're putting food on their table, supporting all of them. So blackjack to me has become a lot more about that now than it has about how much money I'm making. Yeah. So, and what I love about this group, seven figure flipping is it's more about our members and our, our world and how we're developing and affecting them. And the, the letters that we're getting in the notes, like I just got some notes around uh, Christmas that are just amazing. Some of the people that are saying things about us and the things that we're doing for them and their life and their family yeah. that have moved me to a point of, I will never stop helping them. Like yeah. it's just amazing to see what's happening here. And that's what this is all about for me now. So you get that you get to those points. Like I think there's those different levels that I, I'm sure I know Tony Robbins talks about. It, I think a lot of other people talk about it, is is these different levels. And uh, there's yeah. a it's um, Maslow's, Maslow's hierarchy. hierarchy is a part of it too. But basically, for me, you get this like 
I'm taking care of myself. Like I'm, I'm making ends meet, right? I'm making sure there's food on my table. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm doing all that. Now you stuff. can bless others. Well, there's the needs first, right? We get their needs done. And then it's, then it's this, it was the money for me. It was, okay, now I want excess money. I want some money where we can travel. We can do all these things. We can go to Disney once a year or twice a year and not have to worry about it. And we can do those things. And then it becomes more about impact. So my, those were my, my like three levels, right? It was because I used to live off of, uh, I used to save 55 to 60% of what I made in the military. And I wasn't making that much. So I was living off of very little. And then I got to the point where now I'm, look, I'm not worried about that. I don't, I don't want to go out and say, I'm going to live off of 30 or $40,000. I'm going to go do the things that I want to do. I want to, you know, if I want to go spend, you know, $10,000 on a, on a master. I want to go to Turks and Caicos with the, with the group. I like, I should, we shouldn't even have to worry about that. If I want to, if Lucy wants to go first class to, uh, to Africa last year, like we did in 2019, which was amazing for our mastermind group done. Like, let's do it. It doesn't affect things. And then you get to the impact side where it's not about the money anymore. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about affecting other people and it's watching other people and helping other people and supporting other people. Like you said, meet their goals and their dreams. So I think that's that a big your world, thing. but that word, but that was a better word. Well, I think that's what you guys in the mastermind group need to think about. Like the runway and altitude members, especially the runway members. You guys, when I wrote down confidence here for you guys, I really highlighted and starred runway as Becca was talking because your confidence is fragile potentially right now. You guys are at that point where you don't think that you're getting wins when you're getting huge wins. Like I just saw a check in there that was a $4,000 check. I saw a $2,000 check in the mastermind group of people who got their first wholesale deal done. That you just got paid to learn and make mistakes and have lessons that will pay off in spades down the road. Your next check will might be $20,000 because of that $2,000 check. Some of the things that you learned and you're all confident about it, but are you building the confidence to know that that one is going to turn into 10 very easy? Because the zero to one, that, that step from zero to one is so challenging. That step from one to 10 is, becomes a lot easier because of it. So your confidence, you guys need the support and like early altitude members too, first year altitude members, things like that inside the mastermind group, you make sure that you're reaching out for, for help or you're posting your wins, you're posting your struggles. You are getting the encouragement to help build your confidence too. Because yeah. a lot of times we don't think that we have a lot of value to bring, or we don't think that what we just accomplished is, is a big deal. Yeah, right. And then you share it and everyone's like, what? Yeah. It's amazing. And, and yeah. so, so let us help you with that confidence because that will build into your determination. And I think for me, the biggest one of these, I've always been determined, like internally determined and have internal confidence. I've yeah. never really struggled a little bit. I've struggled a little bit. In confidence. the group, all have a kind of a bit of a higher level of determination. Like it's almost that, that you're, you're here, you pay to play, you're in the group and then you talk about it. Runway yep. confidence is what you focus on those singular wins altitude. Then you're in the imagination, right? This is succeeding what can I do? So yep. I'm sorry, you said something resonated with you. Uh, I was just, I was going to mention that I've, I struggle with confidence being short, a short guy in high school and, and college and things like that. So that for me, like it was, that was a confidence. Uh, like I remember in high school and college, I was, a, I was a pretty high level athlete. So that, that helped with my confidence level with some of the other stuff with people like picking on me, calling me short and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like we have to deal with all of that stuff in our life and anything that we do, our business is this, this internal confidence struggle, right? We're constantly having this fight internally with, am I good enough? Am I, am I doing well enough? And, and you're kind of trying to keep up with the Joneses and constantly measuring off of other things. The biggest thing that I feel like has always paid off dividends for me has been comparing it, like internal comparison to where I was and myself. Yes. So a lot of the, this area that you have here in actual lessons learned, proudest moments, like just be careful comparing yourself to all the other companies. Like Becca said, if you want to, if you want to retire at 37 and live off of 50, $50,000 a year and invest your money at 7%, like great. Like, yeah. Compare yourself. I don't want to be like him. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> just stay. <laughs> no, no, I get it. But what I'm saying is what I don't want is I don't like, I just told you my three steps and what I, what I want to yeah. do. We want to go to Disney and we want to do all that stuff. That's me. That, I'm not telling you that that's what you should want to do or anybody else. Can what I you, tell you what my uh, personal goal yeah, is yeah. On, on this call in front of the entire group? I want to take a three week camping vacation. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Put in, my boss. <laughs> yeah. Put in for your, uh, your non-paid time but off. I can go visit the runway and altitude members and it'll be, you know, perfect. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds like, a, that sounds like a complete, like 
business write-off for you for uh, a trip. I love it. No. And I, so I think that's amazing. Like, like having these, those are, those are phenomenal goals to have and, and spacing them out and figure out how to get there. And like you said, maybe you, you you do it for a week and then the next year, do you do it for two weeks? And then you're three years at three weeks. And then who knows, maybe at some point you're say, look, I'm, that's, I'm going to do that for a month or two months or three months. Like I really want to figure out how we go to England for the summers. So Lucy can feel more fulfilled. Maybe we buy a house there. Maybe we just rent a place for uh, the whole summer. I want to take my kids during summer vacation, see their grandparents, see their cousins, travel all around Europe, do those kind of things. Right now, it's not necessarily realistic with us with James needing surgeries and going to the hospital from time to time and me having to, you know, work and uh, being in, in London and people on the West Coast. It just doesn't necessarily fit exactly what we want, but we do have a plan to get there at some point. So but that doesn't all of mean that you, stuff, stop, you stop dreaming that dream, right? Like you put it there and then you put your head down, you work hard to get to it. So on this sheet, you know, kind of before we just wrap up, we walked through most of the stuff that's on this goal setting worksheet. I encourage you guys to go log into the flight plan, grab it, spend, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, just thinking it through. But at the bottom, it talks about your 12 month goals. And we say career because right, this group, we are focused on your business. We, we want your business to succeed. But the thing that makes this group so amazing is the people in it. You are good, great, amazing people. And so we want to encourage you to get better in that as well. So we put the personal goals on here. Like where, what are your three things that you want to improve in 2020? Yep. And, and by the way, I'm not going to encourage you to go download the sheet. I'm going to require do you it. to go down the sheet. Like go, go get it. Like this, this thing the is amazing. I'm calling you to make sure you did it. Here's a teaser if you want to pause it. So, um, okay. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm going to say like, so for you guys in the flight plan, it's in the area. We're going to put it in the area where all of my videos are my, all with my staff, with um, all the calls about wholesaling, about raising money, about sales, about marketing, about uh, all the interviews that I did with my team members, all of that stuff in that flight. Didn't know those were there. Now, you know, get them. Yeah. And we also house all the uh, coach coaching calls that we do the weekly coaching calls for runway and all the altitude coaching calls are in there. So all of that stuff is in there. And then all my documents, my contracts, my, all of that stuff. That's where we, we house it all in the flight plan. So we'll put this in the flight plan with all of my other documents and everything that you guys can go get and download. So it won't be in the Facebook groups. It'll be in the flight plan. So make sure you log into that site and grab it. And then the, the last thing that I want to share is this imagination piece for me. So we, I talked about like built-in determination, this confidence that it wavers from time to time, but I feel like I do a very good job about taking, those, taking that win and building off of it as opposed to like saying, oh, it's never going to happen again, or that was a fluke. Yeah, this one-off thing. Um, so, and then the biggest thing for you guys in the runway and, and altitude group is, is to look back at your year and look at all those wins. Like really take your time to go through the sheet and document that stuff. And don't just say, oh, this was my goal and I didn't need it. But look back on all the wins and take stock of what you did really well and then figure out, and then what you didn't do very well, why that happened. So then next year when you go to plan, you can say, hey, maybe I shouldn't revolve goals around this because I'm really bad at it and it didn't work and I'm actually going to stop doing it next year and yeah. I'm going to focus over here where I was really successful and maybe I can do more of that and it makes sense. And, but for me, imagination is what did it for me inside this group. Like I had no clue that I could do what I've done until I got into this group. It's just not possible that I could have even imagined no. that that I could make millions of dollars a year until I saw someone else who was a lot taller than me, but seemed to be a normal guy uh, and just an everyday person doing it. And I saw it time and time again, every meeting, just a great guy is Andy McFarland, obviously that I'm talking about and, uh, and Justin, obviously. So these guys were just when I, before I met them and I had heard about them or watched their videos and things seemed like these like almost untouchable people, like mm -hmm. just kind of celebrities and things like that. But then in person, when you meet them, it's like, this is just a normal guy. And in fact, I, I have some things I feel like that they might not, that I'm stronger in where they're, they're a little bit weaker in. And I can take a lot of what they've done, add my, my sauce to it, like a little bit of my spin yep. and create something that is mine. Yeah. And, and then this imagination just took off. Like yeah. it, once you see it, it's possible. You can believe it. 
And then you start doing it. You start becoming more and more confident. And then your imagination, it just blows up. Like right now, my imagination, it, it, I, I'm afraid to unlock some of the things that I think <laughs> uh, that, that we could accomplish. But it's worth putting them down. I mean, yep. I just, I, I want to go back to the idea of like, we, we underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade and overestimate what we can accomplish in a year. I think when you look back at 2019, you may think, man, I didn't need it, right? Like I overestimated what I could accomplish. But I think when you look back at the whole journey, you realize that you are completely underestimating yourself. You are comp a, a capable of doing so much. And the fact that the people here around you are willing to support you and cheer you on and be your board of directors. And, you know, if you reach out to someone and they don't get back to you, there's a lot of people in this group. Maybe that person is, is a little slammed, but I bet there's someone out there just waiting for your call or waiting for you to reach out and they need you. So that's, that's my, you know, go with each other on this journey. I want to see where you're at and not just one year, not just 2020, but where are you at in 2021 and 2022 and 2023? Like think big. Yep. And it's the beginning of a decade. So you can, uh, yeah. you can estimate your decade too. Yeah. Uh, so there's a Michael Jordan quote that says, never say never because limits like fears are often just illusions. So never say never because limits like fears are often just illusions. I feel like oh the God. limit, the limiter, the, my limiter, my governor, like the ceiling above my head is just gone. And it's all because of jumping in here, being around people that are doing a hundred times more, a thousand times more than me. I came in here, I was doing one deal a year and now we do hundreds and hundreds and we're going into new markets. We're doing new things. We've, you know, we're, we're innovating. We're trying to be the, the mentor for, for all these other companies. These, this, they kind of some, somebody that people are taking all the things that we're doing and implementing them in their business. It's just amazing to see that and that's possible. Years ago, four years ago, you never would have seen that coming. No, so. four, four years ago, I was on my first call with Andy and he's like, uh, I said, I don't want to hire anybody ever. No. Never. I just want to do it all myself. Show me how. And he said, it's not possible. And he said, let me show you what I'm doing. And I said, wow, okay, I'm in. Yeah. So it's uh, just amazing to see. And I think all of you guys have that ability and have that potential. And now it's about, you know, jumping in there, setting these goals and then taking the actions throughout the year, which we're going to help you with mm -hmm. to hit those goals. And so this is where it starts. After the cruise, we're kicking off the next accountability session, but you need to have this sheet done. You need to have thought through where you want to get in 12 months so that we can break it down into the actionable steps. Yep. If you don't have a path, you're never going to get there. So it's just not going to happen. All right. Anything else? Yes. Share. Our, okay. Listen, this is my request. If when you take the time to sit down and do this sheet right now, <laughs> I want you to send it to me. If you're comfortable sharing it, I would love to see it. I would love to know where you're going and what you learned this past year. So Awesome. I'm going to take it one step further. And if you're comfortable with it, post it in the group so other people can see yeah. it and hold you accountable for it. So post it in the Facebook group or the runway group or the, or the Altu group, um, whichever you're a member of. And let, yeah. the, let the other, let your peers hold you accountable for that. If you're comfortable. I mean, I, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I will. Uh, we'll lead the way. Yep. I'll post mine in there. I can't believe I just said that, but well, I'll post, I'll post mine in there. And so you guys can see it. And then, and then you guys can, you know, take stock of it and see what, um, what it looks like and, and hold me accountable too. And that's the biggest thing. When you put it out there, when you write your goals down, like, I think you're like, what are you like 10 times more likely to accomplish your goal? Seven, seven times. Thank you. So 700% more likely. Yep. Seven times more likely. If you just, just writing your goals down are going to get you seven times more likely to accomplish them. You're probably like ahead of 90% of America, but probably even more than that. I don't right. know. I'm, I need to start getting some stats here. So you, like, if you People just write these, you. just write these things down, you are ahead of the majority of people out there. I'm going to tell you right now, you're seven times more likely to accomplish them. And then if you really take the time to fill out a sheet like this, that's designed and, and set up, and then you put it out in the world for other people to see, now that determination goes up, way up. Yeah. What was that? I posted in Facebook recently, like, what thing are you afraid of saying out loud because people will hold you accountable to it? Yep. Now's the time. Yep. I love it. Well, Becca, number one, thank you for putting this together and thank you for all that you do for the group. It's amazing. And I know that everybody is thankful for it. I mean, you're getting, 
now inside the group, it's like, Becca, thank you so much for all of this stuff. It's, it's, it's awesome to see that. So no, it's not, it's, uh, it's, it's mostly you. It's all of, it's, it's, it's the collective that we're trying to figure out how to take care of you guys and make sure that you really feel uh, the love that you deserve inside the group. So, um, okay. I know we went long on this call. I hope you guys got something out of this. I really love the fact that we can get this to you as early as possible here in January to get you guys up and rolling on, uh, on what you need. So thanks Becca for taking the time with me and, uh, I'll see you later. Bye. All right. What an incredible discussion that I had with Becca Shea about goal setting in 2020. And I'm really happy that we decided to put this out to the podcast and uh, everybody that listens to what we're doing as opposed to just saving it inside the mastermind group. And for those of you that aren't members, I really hope that you enjoyed getting a behind the scenes look at exactly what we do inside the altitude and runway group and the kind of discussions that we have and trainings and things like that. So this is a small taste of what goes on inside the mastermind group. And we'll make videos like that or have live calls where we talk through things exactly like what we just did. So I'm, I'm, I want to say Happy New Year again. I hope you guys are having a great time. I hope you really enjoyed this bonus episode of the podcast that we weren't planning on putting together at all. It's going to go out on a Saturday. So uh, I really hope that you guys enjoyed that and uh, got something from it. And then if you're still with us and you stuck around the whole time, I know in the beginning I talked about the surprise bonus and Becca and I talked about it on that video that we were planning on putting out to the mastermind group where we'll drop our goals for 2020, our filled out sheet, the blank worksheet and all of that inside the mastermind group and inside the flight plan and everywhere that we kind of house things inside the mastermind group. But what we want to do is we want to give you guys all the opportunity to see ours. So you can see mine, you can see Becca's filled out 2020 goals, and you can get a copy of that blank worksheet that we were going through and talking about in there. So anybody, you don't have to be a mastermind member, you can get this worksheet. Here's what you need to do to get the worksheet. Go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash 2020 goals. So sevenfigureflipping.com slash 2020 goals. And you can get that worksheet and you can also see my 2020 goals. So, and my 2019 goals, my success, all of my, how I ranked myself personally, professionally, all that stuff, what I need to work on open and honest, just like we talked about on the podcast and Becca did the exact same thing. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look of how we filled it out, what we're trying to do over the next year, go grab it. You can download it and, um, and then get the blank worksheet and fill out yours and use ours as a template or an idea or a, a kind of a structure of what you want to do. So I'm really happy that you guys stuck around. I'm really glad that we are putting this out to the world as opposed to just keeping it inside the mastermind group. And I'm excited to see what you all accomplish in 2020 coming up on the podcast. We've got some great things about, um, uh, about, kind of success habits and then financial success is what I'm going to be talking about in the coming weeks. I'm happy that you guys spend the time with me. If you are enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone. Please go to YouTube, go to our seven figure flipping channel on YouTube, subscribe, you know, give us some comments, take a look at those videos. And then also if you're listening to it on iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, leave us a rating and review if you like it. I'm going to start reading those on the podcast here in 2020. I want to see uh, what you guys think. And if you got any feedback for us about how, we, what, what you need, what, what I could do, what I could talk about on the podcast, please reach out to us and let us know what that is. So I hope you guys are having a great start to the year, the decade, and I wish you a lot of success. And I hope this year bears a lot of fruit for you and your family personally and professionally. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the seven figure flipping podcast with Bill Allen. If you want to grow and scale your house flipping or wholesaling business, check out more insider tips and strategies from the nation's most successful real estate investors at sevenfigureflipping.com.